Hi there, and welcome to episode 23 of the ADHD Adults. I'm James Brown, the grumpy one, co-founder of ADHD Adult UK, and as usual, I co-present this utter car crash of a podcast with the winner of the most punchable face, five years running, Dr. Alex Connor, also known as the psychoeducation monkey, also known as Captain Shit-Eating Grin. Hi, Alex. Good dawning to thee, dear friend. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? King Lear. It's from, it's from Lear. As you well know, but, I'm sure. Oh, obviously, yeah. I'm well an idiot. On, I'm well, well read on Lear and, ev- and everything um, to do with him. Good, good, good what? Good dawning to the... Good dawning to the dear friend, yeah. Dawning of the new day. Somebody actually Thanks. mentioned, I said I wasn't going to tell you this, but somebody actually messaged and said they like your hellos. One person, Alex, said they like your hellos. Wow. Um, and that's, we, we, I know we do this just to annoy me, mm. which is fair enough because most yeah. of what I do is just to annoy you. But mm-hmm. good on you, mate. He says with great trepidation, how are you, Al? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, good. I'm uh, excited about the ridiculous numbers of people downloading this even more ridiculous podcast. We <laughs> we hit more than ten thousand in a month of downloads. There's not not even people who listen. That's a lot more than that. So Imagine ridiculous. It. People are writing in all the time. I've been sent a letter oh, from uh, <laughs> yeah from I, I'm just going to check from Robert <laughs> <laughs> from Robert from Kidderminster. Robert from Kidderminster. Oh, I wonder what Robert had to say. Yeah. Well, it says. Um, why don't you just call it Alex's ADHD podcast? It sounds better. So we will. Thanks, Robert. So I, I just to say that Robert Pinkidamans has stayed with me last week. So I'm not sure when he oh. wrote this letter, but I have also had somebody contact us to say that Robert from Kidderminster has said the same insult two episodes on the trot that I have executive <laughs> function in the trouser department. Now, Dad's 91, and therefore he does sometimes forget things. But isn't that interesting now? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. I, I know. I, I'm not yeah. saying that his forgetfulness is a problem. But <laughs> either he's very forgetful, or I, I fucking am. <laughs> That's embarrassing. It's probably both. I've, to be fair. <laughs> do we have any? Do we have any proper correspondence? By the way, loads, loads, loads. I'm now worried that I've um, said it before. I don't think so. We've had a, a, a real letter from from Rachel who said, "I just wanted to say that I love this page. I cried and laughed and related so much." I'm a newbie with my ADHD diagnosis, and it's like all my life has just rushed past my eyes. I can see now how long I've been struggling and suffering with this condition. Please post more outtakes. It lightens up your page so much. Mm-hmm. Podcasts There's are all. awesome. Thank you. I like the idea it lightens up your page, but your dark, horrible page. It, it, is, um, it is dark and horrible. It started off being humorous, and then I realized I'm not very funny. Just for anybody that isn't watching on YouTube, Alex, can you explain what your background is? It's well, what you would think it was was the opening scene to the Muppets, but for me, it's an <laughs> opera house. The, the the boxes of an opera house. I really thought it was the Muppets, actually. <laughs> okay, so um, welcome to the podcast. As usual, um, our podcasts are a tragedy in three parts. We choose a theme. In the last episode, we talked about ADHD and eating behaviors, and this week we're talking about an issue that reportedly affects eighty percent of ADHDers. And that's sleep. It's not a problem for me. I just listen to Alex talking and obviously I immediately pass out through boredom. Quick shout out to Joe who sent in a message via WhatsApp suggesting this topic. And I also want to give a shout out to Mysterious Warren for being my own personal insomniac entertainment system. We have lots of chats at three in the morning when I can't sleep. 
The three parts include evidence-based psychoeducation delivered by that dickhead there, personal reflections on what the theme means to us, and then the third and final and probably worst bit is top tips on the area that we've been given or that we find work for us. So, Alex, the psychoeducation monkey, I yes. know nothing keeps you awake at night apart from remembering where all the bodies are buried, but tell us about ADHD and sleep. Okay. Get on with it, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm, it's a pregnant pause on purpose. So, sleep is the period of inactivity and absence of awareness during which your body settles <laughs> down for the night. No shit, Sherlock. That's what it is. James, can you pipe down for five minutes? An adult is talking in the room. <laughs> From a scientific perspective, you can divide your sleep into five phases that cycle. And that's from restful awakeness, which you've never had, to full deep sleep. And while you're sleeping, you go through these phases in about an hour and a half. So you sleep six hours, you're going to do those phases four times a night. At the beginning of the night, that deeper sleep phases, phase, that lasts longer. And so as you move towards the morning, the dream phase, known as REM, for rapid eye movement, because your eye moves quick, that lasts longer. So that means that we sleep lighter in the second half of the night. Sleep obviously is controlled by the brain. What isn't? Which we know is slightly different in ADHD. And part of the brain, called the pineal gland, you're going to say it's pineal, aren't you, or something? No, I'm no, 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 sure. no. Is that right? No, you, no, yeah, you got that right, yeah. Pineal. I've only seen it written down. The pineal <laughs> gland. So that releases a hormone called melatonin when it gets dark. And melatonin controls our sleep cycle, allowing us to feel sleepy. Or as Shakespeare put it, James, sleep that soothes away all our worries, sleep that puts each day to rest, sleep. Sorry, sorry. Can, can, I, can I just stop you there? Yeah, why? Yeah. I, I just want you to stop. Anyway, the reason we're talking about this is that it's been reported that up to 80% <laughs> of adults with ADHD, <laughs> just ignoring you. So 80% of adults with ADHD have a delayed sleep cycle, of which I'm not one of them, as you well know. So 80% of people get a delay on this cycle. This might be because the production of melatonin in the body starts about an hour and a half later on average in people without ADHD. On top of this, polysomnographic. James wrote that word down for me. Uh, <laughs> James does a lot of actual science reading, but we pretend he's really thick. Actually, dead easy, it's dead, that's a, it's a dead easy image to get across, Al, to be honest. It is 20 it? years of method acting, James, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so polysomnographic studies, where you try to sleep, hooked up to lots of electrodes in your brain and body activity, they measure them through these electrodes. They've reported that adult patients showed increased nocturnal, nocturnal motor activity. That's nighttime moving. We move more at night. As an aside... ADHD is also associated with restless leg syndrome, which is a form of nocturnal motor activity. Also daytime, I guess. That's all compared to people or adults without ADHD, of course. So the same study showed, strangely, that ADHD adults displayed increased total sleep time and lower self-reported sleep quality. So a lot of... Go on, sorry. Well, no, I was about to say... No, you, you carry on, actually. I won't interrupt. I won't be ADHD. A lot of what, a lot of what, Alex? A lot of what you say is bollocks. It is no. So a lot yeah. of the studies we talk about are are self reported, are they, James? So we, we we're really careful with those because ADHD yeah. people report poorly about themselves. 
they, well, they do because yeah we, we're not we're not very good at thinking about stuff obviously and we'll talk about this later about when studies show something about how to interpret it so far that's a it's already a lot of alex in this episode isn't it <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably too much that last bit was interesting though so it sounds like we sleep better but no yeah it sounds like we sleep better but we think we sleep worse uh probably probably not this is just one study and there was a separate study where straight adhd adults i mean adhd adults without anything else like comorbidity or current substance abuse or medication intake or without sleep problems sorry with sleep problems they reported more often so sleep problems more often than non-adhd adults so it seems that for some of us and more than normal sleep really is a problem the final hilarious fact is that as adhd adults we get sleep procrastination which feels like it wins adhd bingo <laughs> It really does. Have you ever thought of being a newsreader? Because you, you, because I fucked that bit up. <laughs> well, it's all right. We'll just edit it in post. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, we I will. don't know what that means. We will. We we will edit it, of course. So, <laughs> I, I think that's really interesting, particularly the sleep procrastination. Um, to add further crap to the pile, the stimulants that many of us take as, as medication can obviously have an impact on um whether we get to sleep or not or how much sleep we get they're not all equal though we know that the most commonly prescribed drug methylphenidate which is also known as ritalin or concerta can increase sleep efficiency um as well as subjective so again that's self-reported sleep quality compared to untreated adhd adults but um the amphetamines as anyone who went clubbing in the 90s will tell you um may reduce sleepiness somewhat um, although several studies have shown that it isn't always the case. So, that, so the takeaway, I guess, from this part of the episode is Alex can't read. And equally, amongst all the many wondrous gifts that ADHD gives us, insomnia or shit sleep, as it's known scientifically, um, may be one of those gifts for some of us. So um, that brings us to the end of the uh, Alex bit, thankfully, the psychoeducation part of the podcast. Join us for hopefully what will be a better part two, where we talk about personal reflections. And we have a game of what Alex has written down as what is James blah, blah, blah. Arsehole. See you in part two. Welcome back to episode 23 of the ADHD adults and Alex's dog podcast on ADHD <laughs> and sleep. <laughs> I had to mute after the dog started barking. Can, uh, you, can you do that? Can you do that more often? Is there any chance we can get the dog to bark? Actually, that's a good point. If I get, if I get Mrs. ADHD to come around and just throw stuff like at the house, then hopefully that would quiet you down a bit. No, we're talking about sleep, James. In this part, part two, this is where we discuss our personal reflections on procrastination. And if there's time, on procrastination. This is going really well. Fucking professional, this is Al. Do you think we'll win a podcast award? Yeah, not a good one, though. <laughs> oh, flippity-jibbit. On sleep, obviously. James, you've got a nightmare sleep. Tell me about it. Mm. Go on. Yeah, so... You won't be surprised because whenever we cover an issue, I've always got it with, with ADHD. But sleep sleep is a complicated thing for me. So I, I'll start off by saying I've had one of those polysomnographic studies. And the reason is that 
when I first got with Mrs. ADHD, she reported to me that during the night I uh, thrust sexually from the hips while I'm asleep in a rhythmic. Oh movement. yeah, you do do that. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Um, and it turns out I have something called periodic limb movement disorder. And it's not just that I'm having sexy dreams, obviously, but that means that I, I am, um, I get to take, and I'm now fucking addicted to benzodiazepines. I take clonazepam every night, which makes you sleep normally. But obviously now I'm medicated for ADHD with an amphetamine, Lizdax amphetamine. It means it's just all over the place in my sleep. So you I still either... have some hip movements. I don't know because I'm asleep. So I think we've now so we bought a big enough bed so that I don't have to touch Mrs. ADHD. There's a super king size. She's miles away from me. I have to be honest. It sounds a little bit more than a, like an alibi than a condition. <laughs> it's just a it's a sleep disorder. It is. Yeah, it is. It's just an excuse not to have to. We we were in separate rooms for two years because of that, and yeah. we we also bought an expensive mattress, which when we went into separate rooms, Sam kept. And I slept on the ship mattress for two years. <laughs> so how much? Well, how many hours? How many hours do you get in a day? Uh, asleep, anywhere yeah. from one and a half to to wow. eight. And uh, what I, what's been happening recently is I'll go through cycles. So I'll go through cycles where, as soon as I get into bed, I just know I'm not going to sleep. You know when you kind of you don't because you you have this psychopathic ability to fall asleep. I get into bed and as soon as I close my eyes, I think this. I know it's not going to happen. And we'll talk about this in the top tips. What I do is I end up getting up. But sometimes that getting up then carries on till four in the morning and I'll maybe get an hour's sleep. And sometimes I'll go to bed, fall asleep and wake up at one in the morning, like bolt awake and get up and just start doing work. So it is um, it's it's very mixed for me. But, it, you know, not having sleep exacerbates my ADHD symptoms massively. So the inability to 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 focus, to re to remember where I've put stuff, to try and engage with tasks is massively diminished if I've not had a good night's sleep. So yeah. it's it's really impactful in terms of how shit my life is if I'm not sleeping. Which is why I'm really grateful to Mysterious Warren for sitting and messaging me at, often at three in the morning when uh, when I've got nothing to talk about. Um, so the next day, if I don't sleep, all bets are off. I'm about as useful as you, which, which I know is a low bar. Really, yeah, in yeah. terms of, of usefulness. But yeah, it's a massive problem for me. And that's, bear in mind, that's taking something that should make me sleep every night. So I can't imagine if I was just on Lizdex, if I'd get any sleep at all. What about, what about you? I know you go to bed at five in the evening, don't you? I, I am one of the very few ADHD adults I know that goes to bed early. I don't, it, I, it might, you could say it's my age because I'm 37, but I've always been like <laughs> Get <laughs> I've always been like this. Uh, in my in periods of life where I've been stressed, I have to avoid any screens, especially mobile phones, to get asleep. Anything with kind of blue light. I don't know if that's science. Mm. I've got to check that. I don't think it is, but it feels like it. Um, so I don't even use my phone for the time if I'm if I'm stressed and I'm in bed. The, the reality for me is that we're going back to this thing of alcohol and me. Um, scientifically, alcohol gets you to sleep more easily. <clears throat> but the sleep is worse. Mm. And so it feels like you're doing something good and you're not. And, and then the next day, then for me, the medication doesn't work as well. And the ADHD symptoms, exactly like you're massively diminished. It kind of, it's such a phrase you just used, James. I really like it. I feel massively diminished by poor sleep, alcohol infused sleep or, or stress related sleep. Um, I, it's that I in a nutshell, really. 
I thought the phrase you were going to like was, and I'm about as useful as Alex, and that's low bar. <laughs> so I'm disappointed that that's not something we can adopt. I'm really sorry about that. I, I get about I'm I get about eight hours sleep a day, and it's lovely. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> But I get up between four and six every morning. Every yeah. morning, six is a lion for me, and I don't know why. And I don't actually like it because it makes you feel like everything in my whole brain, like not a proper adult. I feel like a child. I love, I love getting, I love actually. My, if I am in a cycle where I'm getting up early, it's, it's the best part of the day for me because no one else is up. I can get stuff done. I feel supercharged, and then by about ten, I'm completely fucking knackered. But um, we are obviously very different. You're worse, that's why. I'm in every way, Alex, in every measurable way. Thank you for am sharing I writing, that. Am I right in saying we haven't got time for the game? No, we have got time. Fucking okay. the clock. So, shut up. So, <laughs> now it's time for the game that realistically only continues because it causes Alex so much annoyance, and that is uh, another game of what's James lost, mislaid, or forgotten this week. Can you remember your score? I can't. Is it 7-5? I think it's one out of the Fuck off. Seven. It was seven out of... Seven it was, yeah. I don't many. know. Many, many, many games. So we're going to do again about um, the ADHD tax this week. So these are things that I unnecessarily, well, one of them is a the thing I unnecessarily have to spend money on. So as usual, there are three options. Two of them are incorrect. And one is a thing that I have to spend money on unnecessarily. So I know you struggle with this, Al. So listen and okay. active listening, active listening, Al. Okay. So option one is, did I forget, forget to pay a bus lane ticket within 14 days, meaning I had to pay way more than the original amount? That's option one. Option two, did I forget to get a simple puncture fixed in the tyre, which has been there for about six months, and now the tyre needs replacing, so it's cost me a lot of extra money. It would have been a tenner. Or option three, did I buy software, which I'd already bought and forgot as it was on a different laptop? These are really good. You've got quite oh, creative. I don't think you are very creative in any in any sense of the world. <laughs> all I can think is that these have all happened to you, but not this week. So only one of them happened this week. Ah, what was the first one? The fine. And the second one was, oh, yeah. the, the, second was the tire. And the third on a, was on the a car, is it? On a, on a car, yes. On a car. Someone's doing all right for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the third one? The software. software that I bought more than once. I don't think anybody trusts you with a driving license. It's not going to be car. <laughs> um, I don't think there are bus lanes where you live. Because the buses won't go there, will they? <laughs> so I'm going to say software. you got this right software Fuck on there. You got it right. You've got yeah! it right. Yeah! <laughs> I love this game. Fuck, I thought... <laughs> It's eight, yeah. possibly seven. It is out of twenty-seven, possibly. So just the software that we, um, we use. That Alex doesn't think this gets edited. The software I used to edit this, I re-bought because it was on a different machine. I go, why isn't it working? So paid again for it. So I've now got it on two under two different like email addresses. So that was eighty quid. Well spent, James. ADHD tax for you there. So we now think you've got eight out of what? No, fifty something like that. Count so, them. Still doing averagely. Um, and on that really depressing note, that'll take us into a break and we'll come back in the Yay! final part to talk about some tips about getting to sleep, including listening to Alex. See you in a bit.
Welcome back to episode 23 of the ADHD Adults. In the break, um, Alex has just uh, told me he's got a new tactic for playing What's James Lost. And what was that tactic, Al? <laughs> well, I only got that right because the other two, I thought of reasons to be really horrible to you about them, so I said <laughs> them. And we, that's it for now, and that's my new strategy. Yeah. Well, it's better than whatever strategy you reasoned before, which is obviously completely okay. trying to pointless. Exactly trying to be correct. So in the final part of the podcast, we talk about some top tips that either work for us or we've heard. So I'm going to start. And that is to really think about, you may have heard of this term and this this sounds a bit wanky, but think about your sleep hygiene. What that means is that your bed should only be used for sleep and possibly sexy times. If you don't get to sleep after 30 minutes, get up. Go downstairs, read a book, make yourself a cup of tea that hasn't got caffeine in it. Do something for about half an hour or so and then try again. If you stay in bed after that 30 minutes, and there is some science behind this, trying to get to sleep, you're not going to. It's going to be more difficult. And the same thing applies for getting up in the morning. Once you're awake, if you can't get back to sleep within 30 minutes, get up and get out of bed. And you get yourself into a sleep routine then where you're bed is a place that you associate with sleep and not with tossing and turning and trying to get to sleep because that can cause sleep anxiety so make sure you you have good sleep hygiene make sure you haven't got screens as uh, dickhead mentioned earlier before or during bedtime you're welcome get 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 the timing of your meds right if you're on meds so for me with lisdex amphetamine it has a long what we call a half-life it means as an action of about 12 to 13 hours so I take my Lizdex amphetamine early in the morning and sometimes I split the dose because I want it to suppress my appetite, as we talked about in the in the last episode. But that means I definitely struggle to get to sleep later in the day. So get the time of your medication right if it's a medication that has an impact on your sleep. And then finally, obviously, listen to Alex's voice. It's very soporific and will almost certainly um, send you off in, in night, nightmare ridden sleep, but will send you off into sleep. What about you, Al? <laughs> Thanks, James. I want to add to your 30 minutes thing, and, and it's a psychology thing. It's really important that if you're taking long, if you only take five minutes to get to sleep, you're too tired. You're not getting enough sleep. So it's so relax. If it, it should take 50 minutes at least to get to sleep, if you're just thinking, oh, well, why is it 50 minutes I haven't gone to sleep? Because you're a human being, and that's how it should be. That's a good thing. We, well, most, a lot of people don't get to sleep because they're stressed. I've not, seen evidence, I've not seen evidence that you're a human being yet, Al. <laughs> you're horrible. Right, I've got another tip, and that's displacement. ADHD people have problems with cognitive inhibition. That's a big part of it. That means problems stopping thinking about stuff, mm-hmm. like trying to get rid of an earworm. Another one bites the dust. You know, that <laughs> that's one of mine, James. <laughs> The thing is, if it isn't a song, if it's a stressful thought instead of an earworm, repeatedly thinking about it isn't helpful, can cause insomnia, can cause the stress, the the cyclical nature. It sounds like I'm saying, just don't think about it. But the, the, the fact is that insomnia is psychological. So trying to displace the thought with something else can really help. And then remember insomnia is psychological for ADHD people and their health. So there was an experiment giving people fake pills that listen to this the pills pretended to keep them awake so you take these pills and you thought the pills would keep you awake Mm. and insomniacs were more likely to go to sleep because then psychologically that staying awake wasn't their fault it was the pills so they didn't 
It's ridiculous, right? But that's the point is, is we need to let ourselves off. So think about something not related to the stresses in your real life. Don't think about, you know, money or work. Replace it with something maybe even fantastical that isn't going to happen, isn't part of your real life. To replace the earworm. And then our old favourite, emotional acceptance that insomnia is not your fault it's a normal thing and allow it just to be that's my top tip james allow it just to be i beautifully spoken alex cheers mate you don't ungrammatically your face i actually i actually i wasn't listening to your first tip i was going to say can you repeat it because it it was like phenomenally boring um And I still can't remember it. And I've got it written down on a script in front of me. And it makes no sense. But but still, I'm sure someone out there will <laughs> respond to that somehow. Um, Thank you. Okay. So we, we like to slip in a product recommendation. Um, and this is quite a basic one, really. But it's something that so many people don't do. And it's, it's madness. Get yourself a good mattress and pillows. I am... Um, I can't remember which friend it was because I haven't, I haven't got many. So really, I, I should be able to remember. But I told a friend to buy some um, memory foam pillows and they it blew their mind how much it improved their sleep. You spend a third of your life in bed or a little bit less if you, you've got ADHD. So why wouldn't you invest in something that's going to be comfortable? And I know, listen, we haven't all got money, but you can buy good mattresses now, these hybrid mattresses, um, you know, on interest-free credit, et cetera. And Investing in something that's going to last 10 years but is going to improve your sleep is a wise investment. So our product recommendation for the week is get yourself a good mattress and good pillows and hopefully that will help you sleep better. Brought to you by Steve's Mattresses. Big, we, are, we are sponsored by Big Mattress, obviously. I have one very big mattress, which keeps me away from Mrs. ADHD. Okay, on that note, thank you, everybody, for listening. That was episode 23 of the ADHD Adults, where we talked about ADHD and sleep. If you want to get in touch with us, as always, get in touch via the socials at ADHD Adult UK. If you've got any ideas for future podcasts or if you just want to complain about Alex, we always love to hear from you. Take care, guys, and we will see you soon. Bye, all.